Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Monaco Weekly. I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco and for today's show, I speak with South African musician Muzi, who just released his new album, Interplactic. He tells me more about the inspirations for the album and the burgeoning dance scene in South Africa. I guess it starts like back in the 70s and 60s with like, bump jive and stuff i think south africa is very it's like it's a dancing country you know like i think music was one of the ways that like people healed through all the sort of like social injustices that were happening here so through music people were able to like maybe express themselves in a more freer way you know so i think that has continued into even like our generation and stuff Harari was doing like stuff in the 70s and 80s that was very like fall to the floor disco vibes so was Brenda Farsi and Chico Twala and Steve Kekana you had that disco thing happening and then guys decided to like slow it down and then that became quite though when they slowed the disco down and then they started like rapping on it almost and just talking about like township life and stuff there's this like sort of beautiful music culture of dance music here where Kwaito then ends up influencing styles like Bacardi and then Goma Piers and then you have Mapiano now, which is like the new Kwaito. But like in all of that, there's also Tribal House and Tech House and all these sort of like Detroit, Chicago inspired sounds that just have very high like percussive elements and African elements in them. So when I'm growing up, I'm hearing all of these things, you know, besides obviously Mapiano and the later genres. But when I was growing up, I'm hearing those compilation called Soul Candy where they used to like put out all these like house songs and big house anthems and stuff. So like, that's what we're hearing. So I try to take from that. I, my music is primarily dance music. So I try to take from that and then I incorporate traditional dance music because even in our traditional music, we dance. Incorporating that into it, it's just like dance music, but in different spheres, you know? So I try to take from everything that this country and this continent has to offer with regards to traditional sounds. And then mix that with something I heard in Berlin or, or in LA. And then you come up with this like beautiful new sound or a new interpretation of sound. And that's what I love about the album Interplactic. Of course, I could see that you've used some local genres as well. But even in the, in, in, in the single, which is also called Interplactic, there's a lot of mm-hmm. Chicago, Detroit. I definitely saw that influence. I mean, that, yeah. song, that song is great, by the way. I mean... I know we're still living under a pandemic, but I mean, I think people should really enjoy it on a dance floor. Told you I'm a boss, you've ignored that. How's that for a throwback? Tell me what you really want to do. Picture perfect, I enjoy the view. Red lips, kinky hair, black skin, free as hell. Love it, I will move over. Can you tell us actually about the inspiration for that song in particular? The more I create music, the more I, I try to approach it like minimally, right? So how do I get everything out there without putting everything in the song, right? So leaving a lot of open-ended space and stuff. And I actually made, I made like the bass riff first and it just reminded me of like old house music 
where these guys would have like tight pants and it's shiny videos and stuff and everyone's just dancing on like roller skates and whatnot. So I want to sort of capture that feeling production-wise. But then with the lyrics, I was writing it at a time where it felt like when you're like black or a person of color that you can't just be. So I wanted to make a song that sort of speaks to the unapologetic aspects of just like living your life, regardless of what's out there or, or regardless of what, what people say about you, like you go out into the world confidently. So I wanted to sort of convey that feeling when I was writing the song. And by the way, in the video for that song, you have some great looks in there as well. I love, I love it. It's kind of this kind of futurist in a way. I, I thought it was great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Tell us about some of the musicians you worked for the album. Of course, you have big names like Kate Trinada, which is doing super well. And of course, as a Portuguese speaker here talking to you, I love the song of the Chino Guerreiro as well called The Traveler. That was yeah. such a nice one. So many things to do. I don't say si vou conseguir. I need some time for me. Quero encontrar o meu Thank you, man. Everyone that's on the album, these are like people that I'd been speaking before the album actually, before I started actually making the album. So these are people that I, I admired. Like uh, Delgina, for instance, I met him in Mozambique at a festival like four years ago. And then we've just like been talking since then. Like, yeah, we should definitely make something. We should definitely do something together. And then that song came about because I was making that, trying to see myself like in Mozambique at the ocean, you know, <laughs> like sipping on some juice or something, just like chilling, you know? So like, I wanted a song that sort of felt like that beauty. So all these collaborations have been very much like organic with the Kechonada thing. People were always like tweeting that we should make something together. So that one came through Twitter, <laughs> that collaboration came through Twitter and then we started talking and things were good. And then we started passing ideas between each other. And then Shoma Josie, I've known Shoma Josie for years also as Pasio Diaz too. So like, it's very organic, you know, the way that these sort of collaborations come about. I love the fact that you, you start the thing of Ketranada via Twitter. That's, that's <laughs> nice. That's really yeah. kind of random, but very nice at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you already thinking about touring or how, how is the situation? Is it easy for a musician already in South Africa? Yeah. Because I, I know it depends country by country, right? Yeah, so like, you know, there are South African artists that are doing um, world tours now as well. So I guess like, I'll just need to apply for my visas and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely want to tour, especially like next year. So I made the, doing the Americas, maybe doing Europe, doing a tour back at home also, just like to spread the album out that way. Because obviously things are getting better now with regards to travel and stuff. So I definitely have plans of touring. Do you have a favorite track in the album? I mean, I have to say one of my favorites is I, I, I love Juice. I think it's so fun. It's very upbeat, very kind of poppy, sparkly. I really like it, actually. I think Juice is like also one of my favorites. 
you know, it's always hard because you love the songs for different reasons. But like, I know like when I, when I'm feeling like, like I'm not okay or I'm down or whatever, like I know if I play Juice in the car, like I'll just get back up, you know, like it's a very uplifting song. So that's my favorite one. Which other one is my favorite? I like The Traveler also. I just like the bounce of that beat. Like it's so good. So yeah, I think like those two be my, those two are the ones that I play most right now. One thing I'm curious, I mean, you were talking about your influences, you know, this mix of genres in South Africa. Tell us a bit more, were you influenced about, I love the name of this type of genre, which is the bubblegum music from South Africa. Yeah. Can you tell us yeah. a bit more, what more or less is it and, and did it influence your album as well? So Come Duze is a strict, like paying my respects to that genre. So I didn't even know why they called it bubblegum pop because it was like disco music, but like with the South African or African flavor in it, you know? So those are the songs I was hearing growing up. So it's like, it's like my introduction to music is that, is disco music, you know? It's arguably probably one of my like favorite genres like ever, like top three, just because of how it makes me feel like the chords they went for, like how they did the choirs and, and how it just felt like, it just felt like you walking outside and then the sun is shining perfectly and the kids are like smiling and you know, it's just like, it's just a very beautiful feeling. So yeah, it inspires me a lot. Like that's like, yeah, one of my favorites for sure. I think it's fantastic. And I'm definitely going to start researching a bit more. And it's funny. I mean, I, maybe you've mentioned her. I'm not, I'm not sure if I, if I listen correctly, but do you like Brenda Fossey as well? I love Bridget. She's, she's an icon, right? I mean, what an amazing woman. Because I could see some of that even in your track, Juice. Do you know what I mean? I mean, she, you know, it's, it, yeah. she's, she's an amazing, amazing woman. Yeah, she was amazing, man. An amazing artist. The thing that I loved the most about her, like besides like her, her selection of like beats and whatever, was just like how she was able to, she'd write a really sad song on a very upbeat. I love that juxtaposition of energies where you're dancing and everything is happy. But like, as soon as you start paying a bit more attention, you start seeing like, like what the person is actually talking about. You know, you start seeing the message in the bottle sort of thing. Like you, you, you start seeing it for what it actually is. So I love Brenda Fuzzy for that. Like, I think like she was a genius with regards to having multi-layered songs. Definitely a legend in my books. Well, I have to agree with you. And, and finally, music, just tell me what's the expectation there? Because I think you know, since Intergalactic come on, I think a lot of your fans must have been kind of craving for the whole album to finally out. Yeah. Are you excited? I mean, because I guess yeah. you, you also DJ, right? Do you play sometimes in, in the South African clubs or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us about your, your plans. So I'm really excited about it because I know like how hard I worked at it. And I know like it's been like a few months since Intergalactic dropped. So like it's been a, it's been a long like sort of process, but I'm super happy with the body of work because like there's so many things that I always wanted to do and always wanted to try as an artist, you know, like I play some of the songs before I even selected them for the album, just to see how the crowd reacted to it and stuff like that. Like I did a lot of things that I would read that like my idols did, you know, I made it a 16 track album because my top like band ever is Daft Punk and they have <laughs> an album that's 16 songs. Their favorite album of mine has 16 songs. So like that thing, just like paying homage to like people that helped me, 
like sonically, you know, so I'm super excited to just have it out there and have it no longer be mine, you know, like, so that it's not just in my heart drive the whole time and other people can experience it and be like open to it, you know, like even when I'm performing, I'm just keen to see the crowd, like what energies crowds are going to bring towards the song and what I'm going to bring on stage also, you know, it's just, I, I can't wait to have that conversation again with this new album. Listen, that's fantastic. Musi, a pleasure talking to you. And again, I'm, I'm pretty sure people will love the album because it's very beautiful. Thank you so much, man. Thanks to Musi there and his album Intergalactic is out now. The Monaco Weekly was edited by Jack Jewers. I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco. Thank you for listening. <laughs>